0: Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, people testing one, two, one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh-huh. It's your boy Kim. It's your
1: girl, Queen,
0: And welcome back to the Lovers on a Mission Podcast. Episode eight. y'all, Episode eight, eight, eight.
1: eight.
0: How y'all doing? How y'all doing? How y'all feeling? How y'all feeling? Hope everybody's doing well, man.
1: Hope everyone apologized
0: to whoever they needed to apologize to. Nice. Yes, yes. If you don't know what you're talking about, that means you need to listen to episode seven. That's
1: right.
0: And that's what our last episode was about. Um, Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, We are dropping this podcast on a different day for this week, and we want to extend our condolences going out to Cleo's family um you know we're a team so when one thing affects one person it affects us both so you know she's been dealing with that and she needed a little time so she got that and we are now back
1: and those of you that have prayed for me and prayed for my family thank you guys so much it has really helped I'm getting better I'm still torn but we're gonna get there with time
0: that's right Time heals all wounds in some type of way. Um, But yes, episode eight. This evening, we are speaking on da-da-da-da.
1: Your significant other should not be your project. You should not be fixing anybody.
0: So, no Captain Saver? Oh. Okay. Well, all right, let's talk about it. Where are we gonna start?
1: start off you know fixing somebody becoming that person fixer or saver in the relationship you know it starts off real innocent like um you shouldn't be you know i don't think you should do this or why do you, you should change this way or you know out of a good heart you know that's that's where it starts so
0: basically does it start out of a good heart or does it or is it masked that way at first
1: probably masked that way sometimes it's done on um Unconsciously.
0: Yeah. I do believe it's done unconsciously sometimes. But I do believe at some time, people frame things and make it, they mask it and make it look a certain way. Like, hey man, out of the goodness of my heart, I'm just letting you know this because I want you to be better. But really and truly, it might be a little bit of control in there.
1: It might be a little bit of control in there. It's, It's a lot of moving parts because you want this person to become the ideal person for you. This is the person you fell in love with, however, this person has some things that are just not working for you, and you want to keep that person, but you want to make them this ideal person for you.
0: Hmm, but you, So you said you fell in love with the person, so when I fell in love with the person, did I fall in love with who I thought they could be, or did I fall in love with who they were at the time?
1: A lot of people fall in love with potential. It's a serious sure. it's a serious crisis
0: <laughs> rewind say that again
1: a lot of people fall, and we are all guilty of it
0: all guilty to the point of where I remember i ain't gonna call no names uh one of my exes I knew she wasn't the person for me, but for some reason i i uh make sure I phrase this right <laughs> I saw. I saw her as a project, Uh, that's not fair to say, but, you know, she was, you know, I saw her heart, she had a good heart, I saw, you know, we had a good relationship as friends, and for some reason, I knew that we weren't, like, compatible, but, like, yeah, I still went and dated her, and, uh, yeah, that ended badly. So, yeah, you should never, you should really never fall in love with people's potential. You should actually look at what they are right now and ask yourself.
1: Yeah, don't think that you know. Okay, they have this potential, so I can potentially bring it out of them.
0: No, go, Ain't nobody could bring nothing out of nobody.
1: You are your partner is not going to change. No, they're not going. You can't change unless they want into to. Into a dog,
0: right? But, I mean, they can change, but it has to be from, from themselves. And we'll get there. Okay. You know, okay. like,
1: love just isn't enough to change a person's basic nature and upbringing. That's deep. Like, you can't bring, you can't change who I grew up to be. Or mm-hmm. you can't change... You can't change who I am. That's just who I am. So, if you fall in love with someone who is reserved, and you more outgoing and you need outward signs of affection to feel secure, or you f- and you feel, cr- you feel dissatisfied, you can't force that person to become an outgoing person. Mm-hmm. This person is a reserved person. That is who they are. Right. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, I don't mean to put, put it back on social media, but they see all these stuff on social media. They see all these couples on social media, and they want that. So they try to like change that person. Oh, but you don't this person, um, boyfriend or girlfriend does this and you don't do this. You never wanna um take pictures with me or you never wanna do this with me and
0: By the way, not to cut you off, but uh if y'all didn't know and you should know, comparison is the thief of joy.
1: That's a good one. Yeah. Comparison is the thief of Anytime joy. Anytime
0: you start comparing, I don't care what it is, relationship your your um, career, your lifestyle. Anytime you start comparing, they're, they're, you can always nitpick, especially with social media. And once again, everybody posted moments, right? We're all posting these moments. You know, you don't know what nobody's real life is unless you really know the person in real life. And people are comparing things that sometimes don't even exist. But go ahead.
1: Yeah. Um. You know, what will happen when you start comparing your partner or there's some ways in them you want to change? What will happen is you're going to start eating away at your feelings for them in regards to love and intimacy over time, and it's going to erode the positive feelings in your relationship.
0: Jesus.
1: So you telling this person, you trying to change who this person is, how they were brought up, their nature. A person's nature is a person's nature. Either you're going to love them for that or you're going to move on. That doesn't necessarily mean that a person is a bad person, but that person is just not for you, and it's not your job to fix anybody. You're yeah. not anybody's parent. You're not raising anybody. There's no reason for you to try and change that person's upbringing and change their nature to fit yours. They're just not that person for you. I mean, I, I don't need to say it in such a, a raw way, mm. but, I mean, you just don't want to take on people as a project.
0: Right. I, once again, I, I did that one time in life, and um, that was stupid.
1: You don't want to take on people on a, on, as a project that's not your kid. Your kids is who you will be raising. That's your kids. But this partner, this man or this woman is not your child. You should not be having... If you feel a certain... If if things about them is not working for you, that, the whole relationship probably is just not for you. People a, change, yes. Yeah. But rather than trying to fix your partner, work on yourself. And that's, that's what, what Kem was talking about earlier. Rather than trying to fix your partner, focus on improving your own life.
0: Hmm. And a lot of the times in black, black communities, um, especially as it applies to men, um, a lot of women date men for their potential. You're right. Um, or the lack thereof, really. I mm-hmm. mean, mm-hmm. I mean, it might be good sex. Mm-hmm. It might be... He get bread. hmm It might be... I mean, it's a plethora of reasons I've seen women mm-hmm. go with men. And it has nothing to do with love. It has nothing to do with them being the right person for them. Um,
1: I wouldn't say it, has, it doesn't have anything to do with love because we are emotional creatures. Oh,
0: okay. I, I I stand corrected. I actually do agree with you. Um. So, yes, they fell in love with the wrong thing. Yeah. Whatever that thing is, it was the wrong thing that they did fall in love with. So, I, I can... I do modify my um, perspective on that. Thank you right. for
1: that. <laughs> um, yeah, and you know, a lot of people just stay in dysfunctional relationships with this unconscious desire to change their partner.
0: Yeah.
1: You can't change your partner. You know, people stay in highly, highly dysfunctional relationships to their own detriment, just trying to change their partner instead of fixing themselves. Their, their they become a pleaser. They become a fixer. You know, and they just leave them. They forget about them. They forget that they are somebody that's, that's blooming. They forget that they're somebody that's growing. They forget that they are, they have stuff within them that they need to develop as well. I mean, at
0: the end of the day, anybody can pick up anything. Because we all have to get better at something. So, the the whole thing is, if you put a microscope on somebody, you're going to see their worst. Right? At all yeah. times. If you put somebody under a, a magnifying glass, you know, something... You know, even as trifling as like, you know, women make a big deal about. What? Let's see, putting the toilet seat down. Is that is that still a thing?
1: Putting it up and leaving it up. Leaving, yeah,
0: putting it down. Right. That's what I said. Put it. Put the toilet seat. Close the toilet. Of
1: course, it's a thing, Kim.
0: Why? Why is it a thing?
1: It's irritating, and this has nothing to do with them trying to change. But that's that's stuff like that is irritating.
0: Is it that irritating?
1: Yes. Especially when you wake up in the middle of the night and you really gotta (laughs) go. Oh my gosh! Like I have to go. Like I
0: have to. I guess. I guess. I guess. I guess that is a little inconvenient. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Back to the topic. So, using the our perspectives as individuals when it comes to looking at relationships, looking at the 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 ability to be able to not because we, as we said. Let's, let's put the capes down, all right? Let's, right now, if you are Captain save Captain save guy take the cape off. Retire the cape. Um, and, you know, we're making joke, but at the same time, it's really, it's really tough to see people get to a place where they're trying to continuously fix somebody. You have to be able to look at yourself. It's about you. Always put yourself in the mirror. Um, if you're going to look at something to fix... Look at what you can fix in yourself. And really and truly, that's harder to do than actually going to somebody and trying to always nitpick at what they're doing.
1: I agree with you. I agree with you. And like, focusing on changing your partner, it could really prevent you from focusing on issues at hand. Because you have a serious issue in your relationship. However, you're just focusing on fixing this person. Well, you know, we're going to get through it because, you know... I believe he or she can do this, or I believe they. You know, you just you just missing the whole point because you're trying to fix this person, and you don't have the opportunity to sit down and ask yourself, what am I really trying to accomplish here? Hmm. Am I trying to make a relationship work because I'm of I'm afraid of it? Could be various things, you know, fear of loneliness. You know, it could be they're really in love with this person. It could be a various number of things why people try to fix people and why people
0: But it, i think I think the main thing but is you control. Should. I think it's control, man. You really think it's time, control? A lot of time a lot of time I mean, even for me, like you you I you can have everything you want in somebody. You know, and this is just from like years of looking at this. You could have almost everything you want because you're not going to get well let me not say that there is somebody that has everything in them for you right because at the end of the day it's whatever your checklist is you need to make sure you satisfy your checklist however a lot of the time the the relationship gets to a place and and the thing is I can't even say it's a man thing or a woman thing because both parties are very responsible for trying to to overly fix or to change people. It's human nature. Human nature is don't look within, look out, right? I'm gonna look out and see what I can control. I'm gonna look out and see what I can put a vice grip on. Okay, this is my girlfriend. Well, um, I don't like you dressing this way or I don't like, you know, why you have to speak that way or, you know, little things like that. To me, it just comes to like, overly controlling and in some ways really just like detrimental behavior.
1: Well, I mean, to that extent, I do agree with you um, that it is detrimental behavior. Um, However, even though it is a form of control, I still see it... I do believe it's a form of control, Mm -hmm. but I still do see it as other things. Like, you just not seeing... You're trying to fix the person to be that ideal person for you. And you're not seeing that, you know, this, this is just not a healthy relationship. Hmm. Maybe it's just a relationship you just shouldn't be in, like I stated earlier.
0: So get out. No Jordan Peele.
1: <laughs> I mean, you just, I don't know, Kimwell. I mean, this is a, this is a topic. And we, we need y'all to give us feedback as well. Um, when you change your perspective on the way you look at things, I think things will change with a person people grow you know and that's where self-improvement come in people grow but if you're going to be this person that just on them all the time maybe they're not ready or maybe y'all are not ready for this whole relationship thing if one is going to just have a microscope on the other well you need to fix this you need to fix that if you don't have this this child parent parent child dynamic hmm. i don't think that you guys are ready yet because remember you have to be working on yourself while you're also in that relationship. The relationship is it should be enriching you. You should be getting enriched. You shouldn't be a parent in your relationship.
0: Yeah. No. Definitely.
1: You know? You know, and, and focusing on changing someone, it allows wounds to fester. And when I say wounds, you know, we talk about apologizing the last time. You know, you might the person might do something you don't like and you might be like, but see, this is why I'm telling you, you need to do this. And that's why I'm telling you, you need to do that. That's why I'm telling you this. And it just becomes draining.
0: So now it hinders, you know, it hinders the other person's pro- ability to, to apologize. It hinders probably the other person's ability to forgive them for that because now... What's
1: going to happen is, you know, things are going to blow up. You're going to throw in that person's face. I have been doing such and such for you all this time. I've been doing this, I've been pouring my all into this, and I got nothing. Hmm. We, hear, we hear this narrative all the time. That's right. Where people feel like they're putting in 100% and they're not even getting 20% back. They start depleting.
0: Yeah, you start becoming a recluse, you start, yeah.
1: You they, know, they start getting drained, they start getting, you know, it's, it's just a progressive thing. You know, it's all great and nice when you start in the beginning. But when, you, when you're when trying to fix a person for years, it gets draining. And that person does something that you dislike. Or you're about, you about to go in. Because you placed yourself on the back burner. You placed your self-improvement on the back burner. You placed probably your goals and, and some of the stuff that you wanted to do as a person on the back burner. Because you're so involved in this person. Like, you know, parent-child um, dynamic. Mm-hmm. You're so involved that's not your job
0: so 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 what's a way that what's a way that you can take responsibility like how okay let's say let's say I'm in a relationship and I have these issues where I continuously look at somebody like how do you take how does one take responsibility and start cleaning that up and 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 fixing that is is it fixable or is it just at that point if I were, if I've already done that? Is it just is it just I've already gone down that slippery slope and I gotta just get out the relationship?
1: The way I mean, sometimes it gets to a point where it just runs its course.
0: Yeah.
1: But you know, if 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 you are trying to veer away from having that behavior of trying to fix your partner, all you have to do is just try to take responsibility for your. whatever happened, whatever conflict happened, take responsibility for your part. Mm -hmm. Just take responsibility for your part of the dispute and just work on yourself.
0: So first you must, but first, so first you must identify where, where, what part you played. That's the first part, right? Identifying how, I mean, like my thing is you saying take responsibility. So, do I identify? Am I telling the person, "Hey, this is where I went wrong. This is what I did. I have recognized that I'm continuously controlling you." Do you apologize? Is it something that's that's forgivable?
1: You don't want to go and tell anybody I have been continuously controlling you. No, I I'm am- not talking about.
0: I mean, maybe I'm using the wrong word.
1: I am just saying that you trying know, to change it. If, when you vary, when you try, if you're trying to vary away from this from this behavior, our listeners. If you feel like you are out there fixing your partner and you just feel like you're investing your all into this person and you're forgetting yourself, and this is what you can do. When y'all get into a conflict, you take responsibility for your part. You tell, you tell your partner, I am going to work on this part of me that needs fixing and you leave the rest. They have to take responsibility for their actions. There's no reason why you need to tell them, well, um... Because this is you need to change and become this person and you know if if you become this person and things will work this way, it's not like as though you're telling the person, Okay, well I didn't like what you said or you know, it's different. You trying to literally change is who this person is. Yeah. So that's something that you could that you know you could do, just take responsibility. Yeah. You know, it will change the dynamic of the of the person. It might even um influence the person to start taking a look at themselves as well. See go. what you know they can do. You know, my girlfriend, my boyfriend, they're they're improving on themselves. How can I improve myself? Now, if they're not doing that, if they, they're not doing anything with self improvement and still leaning on you, and it, it, it turns around and they're leaning on you, then that's just something you should not be in. That that's just draining. You understand what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Focusing on your partner and changing your partner. It don't allow you to be vulnerable. You know? It just don't. Self-sufficiency is great. Self-improvement is great because you get to, you know, two some people together. You get to weather storms of life. You get to go through the hard times together. Yeah. But you have to also be vulnerable in your relationship. Yeah. You
0: understand? I mean, vulnerability is... Vulnerability is probably one of the most underrated aspects of being in a relationship because it really it's underrated and it's it's probably the one of the top two three hardest things as well because obviously we all grew up we all grow up basically being told be careful who you let in right be careful how much you give be careful. You know, we, we we grew up with all these stigmas on how much of us to give and don't let too much people in and, you know, protect yourself it's to the point of where now a lot of us are, we, we cemented off part of us, you know, where we, we're, we're not dead, but we don't know how to allow people in. And then when we get into these relationships, then... One main part that people try to change is that they feel, especially when it comes to women to men, um, that women feel like men aren't as vulnerable, men aren't, aren't opening up as much. And then women try to get that because women are, you know, yeah, you want to have communication. We're very intimate. Right. Emotional and when I want to say what you want to say, you want to say it. Um, you know, when you want to, you know, when... If we're having this discussion, I would like to hear your side of things. And, you know, me as a man, I might I might have shut down. Not because I don't want to talk about it, but because, you know, I might know myself. I might know, you know, I might say something wrong. I might not. Ego too. Ego. Ego as well. That's that's fair. <laughs> that is actually maybe number one on the list <laughs> for that. But at the same time, vulnerability is, is one of those things that, it's once again, back to your thing, self. It's, it's self-improvement. The only way you can become better at being vulnerable is not your partner asking you to be vulnerable, it's you having to get over whatever pain or whatever section of your life that you blocked off for lack, lack of vulnerability to now look into yourself and have to be able to, to open up and slowly allow that person in. And especially if you're in a relationship, you're going to have to let that person in. And I've been guilty of that as well, probably even in this relationship where there's certain things that, um, that I have to get better at. Um, and that's just me being introspective, just looking at myself and recognizing... And I'm a bit of a critical thinker too, so I overthink things, but you, know, you have to be able to be vulnerable. You have to be able to, to allow the person to feel like, okay, you're letting them in and they're letting you in. And that mutual vulnerability... Can help change a lot of
1: things. And vulnerability helps when, you know, before you get into a serious committed relationship. Yeah. Because you're able to tell the person what exactly you're looking for in a partner. Right. And, you know, that would be able to say, to let y'all know, is this something I want to get into or is this something I don't want to get into? Yeah. Versus, you know, y'all go on a few couple dates and you see all this great potential. He's a great listener, he's a great talker. But the stuff that's intimate, the deep stuff, It's not there. It's not what you're looking for. And then you get into this relationship, and then you're trying to fix this person.
0: And that in itself is probably exhausting.
1: That is so exhausting. Like, consistently rescuing a person in a long-term relationship is exhausting. If you have a relationship that's just one-directional, that's just so exhausting.
0: Yeah.
1: That's like raising... It's it's like you're trying to turn this partner like like he or she's a two-year-old. Yeah. And you're trying to raise them. Yeah. What, what,
0: it, um, what was it? Um, who sang this song? Can't raise a man or something like that, right? Can't raise a boy?
1: I don't even remember, oh, but like, that song sounds sound familiar.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my apologies, guys. I'm sorry for that singing. But uh, you,
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> you definitely can't raise a man. You, defi- I, you know, I hear so many in, in the, you know, back to us. Kim okay, Michelle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Back to <laughs> us being from the Caribbean as well. I yeah. have heard so many Caribbean men say, I made this woman into the woman she is today. You know, I really, really hate that terminology. You've heard that? Yes. Wow. Have I heard that? Yes.
0: You can't tell me. I heard it. I'm, I'm I mean, it was my, on, the, on the rage I'm of the other myself.
1: Day. On the rage of the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with the whole R. Kelly situation, this guy came on, on, on the radio. He's, like, 47. His girlfriend is, like, 19. And he's just, like... Wait, what? Yes. And he was, like, you know, I'm molding her into the woman that she is, She is. she's gonna be. And I'm just, like, I hate those terms.
0: But... And that's what I'm saying. Control has a lot to do with it. Because, I mean, I do first of all, you. if you are 47, you're gonna date not a 19-year-old, you just want control, Right. You, I mean, to me, like... You want somebody that, once again, that's pliable, that's that's young, that's not doesn't know who they are, and you want to mold them and turn them into what you want them to turn turn them into. And like, I mean, who has the time for that? I
1: mean, I do agree with you. I do agree with you in regards to that. I mean, and, and there's women out there that lo- that like men that just yeah, I mean, they just that they can roll over. Yeah, and 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 I, and I don't I don't want to say this, but so, there are some women as well that like mama's boys as well. You know. Mm that they could, like, quote You know, they could, like, put them in their bosom and, you know. Some, I mean, and that's okay, but for you, you can't be treating nobody like a child. That's my whole thing. Like, you can't be trying to raise somebody. You can't be trying to fix somebody. You know, when you yourself is a whole person. You're a whole, you have so much more to develop. You have so much more personal development to do.
0: At the end of the day, I think all that we're trying to say is, A relationship is supposed to be enriching from both sides. Yes. Enrich your partner. Do not break your partner down with a microscope of everything that you feel is wrong with them over and over again. That is a form of psychological abuse. It's a form of, it's a form of, once again, I know I use this word a lot and Cleo is following me, but it is a form of control. Um... You In a relationship, you're two separate entities that is coming together to make one. Um, you, you're going to have two separate ideologies in life. The way that you were raised affects who you are, your moral system, your parents. There's a lot that goes into becoming who you are. And that's years. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about people who are in relationships at like 16, 17. I'm talking about grown people in a relationship. That is a lot of years of whoever you are. You can't change nobody, Jack, in my Antiguan accent. You can't change nobody. At all. Do you have anything to add to that?
1: Yes, and if that, you know, everybody have, you know, certain things that they're looking for in a person, if that person is not doing it for you, please don't try to turn them into a whole school project. Just walk away. If it's not working for you, if your threshold, it, it's beyond your threshold right now, and you're being drained, you're giving more, you know, it's not a 50-50 deal, it's like you giving 85 and they giving 20 or 15. Yeah. Please. Don't do that to yourself. Okay? Just do not do that to yourself. Be
0: good to yourself, man. Be Be kind good to yourself.
1: yourself. Choose yourself. I agree. Stop trying to fix somebody. You are nobody's parent until you are somebody's parent. You're nobody's
0: God. That too. Forget the parent thing. I mean, my parents couldn't even change me. Because you are who you are. Right. I mean, they influence who you are and they gave their... At the end of the day, it was their moral compass that they were using to raise us. So, you know what I'm saying? A lot of the time when I grew up, a lot of the things my parents told me that I really thought about, like, I really analyzed it. I was like, I don't believe that. (laughs) Like, don't get me wrong. A lot of it I do believe, but... You did ha I did have to figure out at the end of the day once I got older, hey, do I believe this? do I believe that um you know, okay, that might have been the way my mother thought about it, but I think a different way that might have been the way my father felt the best way, but that's the way they were influenced mm-hmm. that's the way they were raised, so you know, just be good to yourself, be kind to yourself you we are who we are and you have to be able to either live with who people are and let them grow naturally, or you just find somebody else. That's all I got to say on that. Clee, where can they find you at?
1: Instagram, crown with an E, underscore Royale with an E. Also follow my blog site, Royale on iceblog.wordpress.com. I just put out my last blog post was about celebrating your growth. And right after that, I did a blog post on my cousin who just passed, how she impacted my self-love journey. Definitely check that out. She really impacted my self-love journey. Please read that. And Mr. Brown, where can they find you?
0: At Fly Young Intellectual on Instagram. At Legend of Chem on the the Twitter. I'm hardly on there, but if you provoke conversation, I'll respond.
1: Very controversial young
0: man. Uh, <laughs> I can't hey, we are who we are. Um <laughs> my my episode twenty three of the podcast was dropped last week. Check that out. Uh was talking about the Black History Nightmare that we just <laughs> excuse me. Black History Month nightmare that we just had that we're just coming out of February. Uh check that out. Outside of that, man, we appreciate y'all's support. Um, we are once again two of your faves just trying to become better people. And we just happen to be talking on a podcast for y'all to listen.
1: Have a great weekend.
0: Peace out, A Town. You already know. <laughs>
1: it's
0: Yale House. Ayy.